When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Eric Brotman, the host of Don't Retire, Graduate, the podcast that teaches you how to advance into retirement rather than retreating. Welcome to Office Hours, where we answer listeners' questions about personal finance, retirement readiness, and more. We received a question from Anne Marie who asked, how do I know when my husband and I should elect to start our Social Security benefits? Emory, great question, and it is definitely something that you want to study and not just check a box and and move forward with. So what I would suggest to you, first of all, is understand what the options are in general and then to work specifically in your situation. So in general, it is possible to claim Social Security as early as age 62. However, if you claim before full retirement age, which is 67 currently, there is the potential to have your benefits reduced not once but twice. Once, it's reduced because you've started it early, and so it's reduced in a permanent way, but it's also reduced further if you have earned income. So if you're still working, even part-time, or if your spouse is still working, if your husband's still working, even part-time, it is generally better not to elect Social Security before full retirement age. Um, Full retirement age is 67. You can also wait until you're 70. Now, the benefit to waiting from 67 to 70 is that the benefit amount increases by 8% per year for each year that you wait. So you wind up with close to a 25% increase in your benefits if you wait three years to start them. The break-even point works out to be somewhere in your early 80s. So if, you're, if you live past 85 or so, waiting to 70 will create significantly more Social Security income for you. If you were only to live, for example, to 74, naturally those years would not have paid you quite as much because you would have missed out on the years 67 to 70. So the break-even points in your early 80s. So how do we address this for you and your husband specifically? First thing we would look at is your age disparity. How close in age are you? Are you the same age or is your husband five years, 10 years older or five years, 10 years younger than you or more? When we look at this, it's important to understand that the widowhood for either of you, the survivor benefits under Social Security are going to be the larger of your two benefits. So in general, whichever of the two of you has the largest potential benefit, that's the one you want to postpone to 70 if you can. And this rules of thumb are very dangerous because one size doesn't fit all and you really should look at your individual circumstances with your financial advisor. But in general, whichever spouse had the the greater earnings during his or her lifetime, generally that's the person you want to wait until 70 because the benefits will carry in the event that uh, either spouse were to pass away. Second thing to look at is your health. Family history matters a little bit, but really it's your health. If either you or your husband are in a situation medically where your mortality rate um, or your life expectancy might be challenged or shortened, sometimes, as sad as it is to think about, sometimes it makes sense to claim Social Security a little bit earlier just because you're unlikely to make it past 85. And that's morbid. It feels like you're betting against yourself. 
but for some situations, if you know that you have an illness um, or, or something that's going to shorten your lifespan, then it does sometimes make sense to plan around that as well. So income disparity, age disparity, and health status are going to be the three primary factors as well as any other income. Um, once you're 67, you can earn as much as you want to um, outside of Social Security and still get your full benefit. So uh, as a rule of thumb, try not to claim before 67, especially if you're going to have any earned income at all. Um, and if possible, have at least one spouse wait till 70 to claim because it's a great way to maximize those benefits. Um, and it, it, the same thing holds true with other types of income sources. You'll look at that from a, a pension standpoint, for example, or some types of deferred compensation. But for Social Security, that's, I think, the best general advice I can give you without knowing more about your situation. So, uh, Anne-Marie, thanks for the question. I hope that was helpful and, of course, would be delighted to chat with you about this in detail if you'd like to. Um, you can reach out to us at bfgfa.com. If you'd like to send us a question which we might answer in a future episode of Office Hours, post it on the Don't Retire Graduate Facebook page or tweet us at Brotman Planning. Did you know that Don't Retire Graduate is a book available in print, Kindle, and audio formats, and now also a workbook with all the steps you need to build your own financial freedom plan? For more information, go to BrotmanMedia.com or buy your copy on Amazon and leave us a review. Thanks for coming to Office Hours. Be sure to tune in for new content every Thursday. For now, this is your host, Eric Brotman, reminding you, don't retire, graduate. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services, LLC. Kestra IS, member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services, LLC. Kestra AS, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Kestra IS or Kestra AS are not affiliated with Brotman Financial or any other entity discussed. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I want to tell you about my podcast called can I offer you some feedback? I'm a business consultant and executive coach with over 20 years experience in change management, leadership development, and naturally providing feedback to high performers. My podcast is for those of you who have a complicated relationship with feedback, whether giving, receiving, avoiding, or seeking. Feedback is essential for our development. In each episode, you'll hear from real people across industries with their ideas, perspectives, and best practices on feedback. I'll also be sharing business bites with you, simple explanations of organizational tools, management techniques, and leadership philosophies that will help you and your businesses thrive. You can listen to Can I Offer You Some Feedback on your favorite podcast app or learn more at evergreenpodcasts.com.